So then let's consider first of all, what is a mind in the grip of vicious circles? Well, one of the most obvious instances that we all know is the phenomenon of worry. The doctor tells you that you have to have an operation. And that has been set up so that automatically everybody worries about it. But since worrying takes away your appetite and your sleep, it's not good for you. But you can't stop worrying and therefore you get additionally worried that you are worrying. And then furthermore, because that is quite absurd and you're mad at yourself because you do it, you are worried because you worry because you worry. That is a vicious circle. So now, can you allow your mind to be quiet? Isn't it difficult? Because the mind seems to be like a monkey, jumping up and down and jabbering all the time. Once you've learned to think, you can't stop. And an enormous number of people devote their lives to keeping their minds busy and feel extremely uncomfortable with silence. When you're alone, nobody's saying anything, there's nothing to do. There's this, this worry, this uh, lack of distraction. I'm left alone with myself and I want to get away from myself. I'm always wanting to get away from myself. That's why I go to the movies, that's why I read mystery stories, that's why I go after to girls or anything that you do or get drunk or whatever. I don't want to be with myself. I feel queer. So, well, why do you want to run away from yourself? What's so bad about it? Why do you want to forget this? Why do you want to become yourself? Because you are addicted to thoughts. This is a drug, real dangerous one. Compulsive thinking going on and on and on and on and on all the time. It's a habit. So there's a difficulty about stopping that activity. And you really have to stop it if you want to be sane. Because if I talk all the time, I don't hear what anyone else has to say. Then I'll end up in the situation of having nothing to talk about but my own talking. Or so in exactly the same way. If I think all the time, I won't have anything to think about except thoughts. So in order to have something to think about, there are times when you simply must stop thinking. Well, how do you do that? The first rule is don't try to. Because if you do, you will be like someone trying to make rough water smooth with a flat iron. And all that will do will stir it up. So in the same way as a muddy, turbulent pool quiets itself when left alone, you have to know how to leave your mind alone. It will quiet itself. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Body Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Michaels, and that was a little Alan Watts for you. That was a YouTube video. The title was 
the mind. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And it inspired me to talk about something that I'm guessing most of us need a whole lot more of, but we never get. And that is silence. Now, how uncomfortable is that pause right there? I'm doing an episode on this today because it's something that I've realized that I've been craving more and more of in my own life lately. Because as long as I can remember, I've been one of these people that is constantly filling my ears with podcasts and YouTube videos and TED Talks and guided meditations and TV and movies and music. It's actually really rare that I find myself just sitting in silence, doing absolutely nothing but observing my thoughts. And I notice that in moments that I do sit in silence, I tend to get really antsy really fast and I'll think to myself, well, there's so much to do. I'm wasting my time if I just sit here. I've got this podcast to listen to and I've got this instructional video to listen to. And within a few minutes, I'm picking up my phone or my laptop or I head on over to the kitchen, say, to do dishes that are just yelling at me from over there as I sit in silence. (laughs) And... I think a lot of you could probably relate to that. And we live in this society that is just constantly plugged in. When you walk down the street, you see earbuds and Bluetooth headsets and a cell phone in every single hand. And if you go to the doctor and you're sitting in the waiting room or a salon and you're sitting in the waiting room, you you don't see anyone just sitting there observing. We are all so thoroughly connected so thoroughly entertained and constantly filling our brains with information, knowledge, and articles. (laughs) I feel like the most common phrase of the 2000s is, I read in an article once, da 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 da. (laughs) And I am so guilty of this myself, but something inside of me knows that my constant need to learn, my constant need to plug in and search for more answers, more knowledge, more funny cat videos, more wisdom from someone outside of myself is a grand distraction. It's part of TMS in my view. And, you know, I always tell my clients and my patients that everything you need is within you right now. And that includes the wisdom that will take you to the next level and the next level and the next level. If only we can listen for just a little while. And so I've been adding more silence into my days. And in lieu of a guided YouTube meditation, which are lovely, I've just been setting a timer and sitting with myself and observing the pattern of my thoughts, watching to see where they go and pushing through these antsy urges to get up and go do something more, quote unquote, productive. And I think part of the problem with our issue with doing this is this societal program that we've been under for the last several decades 
and I notice it in my own patients, I notice it in myself, and I really notice it in my husband. Hi, Tom. And that goes something like this. If I'm not producing, if I'm not busy and working on something, I feel like I'm lazy, or I feel like I'm worthless, or I feel like I'm a burden on society. Does that sound familiar? And I'm betting that for some of you listening, your symptoms might even reach their peak when you're sitting and relaxing and doing nothing. We've learned to so thoroughly dislike being with ourselves alone. And I think this is part of why we hurt, why we suffer, and why we look to others and look for distractions or look to Facebook or look to addictions to constantly fill up the silence and distract us from ourselves for just a little while longer. But the thing is, silence and this non-doing, they're not just nice breaks from the noise of our busy lives. They're imperative to our overall physical health and well-being. There have been several studies on silence and its impact in our bodies, and what they found is that it lowers blood pressure, it uh, boosts the immune system, it regenerates brain cells. Um, In one study, they found that two hours of silence could create new cells in the hippocampus region, which is the region linked to learning and remembering and our emotions. Silence can decrease our stress by lowering cortisol levels and adrenaline. This was found in a 2006 study in Heart that two minutes of silence, two minutes, relieves tension in the body and brain and is more relaxing than listening to music or white noise. Silence also promotes good hormone regulation and the interaction of bodily hormone-related systems. It prevents plaque formation in the arteries, and science is also discovering that noise pollution, so if you live in a super busy, noisy area, um, this, is, this can be detrimental to human health and cognition. Silence also promotes psychological and emotional benefits. It boosts our creativity because when we allow thoughts to go wherever they want to go, inspiration has the opportunity to bubble up. We can even notice that solutions to current or even old problems may suddenly occur to you. And you may even notice that you kind of discover um, innovative approaches that seem to be more feasible um, in the problems in your life. So This can help build momentum and excitement for spinning them off into other potential avenues to pursue. Silence can also help us increase our awareness and our self-awareness and our emotional awareness. Because once we're comfortable in silence, you notice this distinct shift in your ability to be more self-aware on a moment-to-moment basis. Silence also helps us better appreciate the world around us. It helps us to develop our intuition. I believe we all have intuitive gifts. It's just that so often we are so full of the noise of everybody else's inner guidance that we cannot distinguish our own inner wisdom from the voices outside our reality. 
silence has helped me trust in myself more and learn to tune into my own body to hear its messages. Whenever I feel a symptom rise, I sit in silence and allow that silence to come up in my experience. And then you just notice the physical sensations and you can tune into those more clearly. And when I sit in silence and I notice my body's messages, I'm able to communicate with them like I did in last week's episode, the, the way you see the problem is the problem episode. Silence also helps us sleep better. So if you're having insomnia, finding moments of time just before bed to just sit in silence can be imperative to us actually getting to sleep. And so how can we incorporate more silence into your, into our days? We can take a walk outside in nature. When we simply take time to be out in nature, we can listen to nothing but the wind in the trees and the sounds of the earth. And these sounds count as time in silence. I do this luckily almost every day because I have a dog and I walk my dog and this helps me be not only present, but it helps me be in total awe of the beauty of this world. And it helps you kind of notice patterns in nature and you can kind of connect them to your own life because we are a part of that nature. I had a patient once tell me that nature paints us a different picture every single day and it's something to behold. And it really is. Every single day that I walk, the, the park doesn't look quite like it did yesterday. And, and if we can just tune in to, to the world around us rather than tuning in to distractions and noise, we become more self-aware too. You could also incorporate silence by just remaining in bed for an extra 10 minutes before you get up for your day. I've been setting a little timer for 10 minutes and I'll, I'll just kind of slowly awaken to the silence in the room. If my pets don't come in and meow at me or lick my face as I'm doing this, <laughs> it allows me to just let my thoughts flow in and out and just notice the energy behind each one. And if I notice a stressful thought, I bless it and watch it pass by. And then I bring my attention back to my breath, back to the silence in the room. And then, of course, silent meditation and silent breathing exercises can all be a part of this new practice that regenerates your brain and lowers your stress. And it's really normal to kind of dip in and out of these mindfulness practices, and that's okay. My cue to adding more self-care in like this is when I notice like my heart aching for more silence when I need it. And I'm learning to kind of heed that call more and more. Sometimes when I'm sitting and scrolling through my phone, I'll just want to like throw it away from me and be like, Oh my God, I'm done. <laughs> like too much, too much of the scrolling. And I think we scroll because it, it boosts our dopamine. Like we get a fix every time we scroll and see something exciting or see something that we can respond to. And we feel like we're being productive <laughs> and we feel like we're doing something, but really we're just ignoring our own inner wisdom when we do that on a constant level. When I upgraded my phone to the next iOS, it has this screen time report 
each week. And I was horrified at the amount of screen time I have each week. Now, granted, some of that is YouTube videos that I sometimes play at the end of a night when I want to just relax. And um, I'm lo- I'm opting more for silence now <laughs> because I think it, um, yeah, it helps me stay more present to my thoughts. And so if you're also having trouble kind of adding in a new practice like mindfulness or silence or meditation into your day, it it's normal to have that difficulty. But what I do is I do this thing called habit stacking where I will add something that I want to bring into my life to something that I'm already doing every day. And so for me, I've been doing a daily spiritual practice in the morning. And so now I've just added 15 minutes of silence to the end of my prayer routine. And so see where in your day you can add on a new practice. And if you notice a voice coming in right now that says, I don't have time, or my kids would make this impossible, or my cat's too loud all the time, then I encourage you to find an even longer span of time to incorporate silence because you need it more than anyone. So if you need to go sit in your car, if you need to go sit on the toilet, if you must, just tend to yourself in this way. It's a gift that you deserve to give yourself. And so with that, I will leave you with your homework for the week, which is to just find more time to just be with yourself. No agenda, no nothing. This is how we fill up our cup. This is how we reconnect to ourselves. This is how we notice our body's messages and our body sensations. And it's a gift and you're worth it. And so that's all I have for you today. This upcoming week, I, or well, in a couple of days, I'm going to go see none other than Eddie Lindenstein. So if you have questions or comments or anything that you want us to talk about on the show, please reach out to me or Eddie or um, chime in on the Mind Mind Body Masters post that I have pinned to the top of the group and um, ask whatever question you want and we'll, we'll take care of it on the show. So looking forward to that. Hopefully the weather cooperates. Actually, I think it will. I think it's going to be sunny that day. So I'm going to get there <laughs> and um, sending you all of my love and I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Bye.